What is going on? Episode 60 of the Media Captain Podcast. We are going to go through the 11 key marketing items of the week. And of course, this is going to be an e-commerce edition because Black Friday weekend is is behind us. Uh, We have Cyber Monday coming up. There's just a ton of e-commerce that we're going to go into. So the entire key marketing items of the week are going to be focused on e-commerce. In the previous podcast episode, uh, episode 59, I did a deep dive into Facebook advertising, uh, retargeting on Facebook for e-commerce businesses. Even if you're not an e-commerce business, I recommend checking it out because you can incorporate a lot of that into your regular business. So again, I definitely recommend um, listening to that if you want to hone your skill set and improve your Facebook advertising uh, for your business. Okay, well, I hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. Mine was awesome. Uh, you know, I had um, my my sister and, and my brother-in-law, my parents, uh, they all live in Columbus, Ohio. They came over for Thanksgiving. My wife cooked uh, with her dad, so my father-in-law. Uh, he came in from Cleveland, so we had a nice Thanksgiving. The food was fantastic. Could hardly move at the end of the day because I ate so much, but that's how Thanksgiving should be. And while all of this is going on, obviously, I am constantly checking my phone. Don't tell anybody, but, you know, we have, we start for Durham Warehouse, we start the Black Friday uh, promotions really on Thanksgiving Eve. Um, the night before on Wednesday night. So yeah, I was constantly checking sales metrics, seeing how they were measuring up year over year since last year was a pandemic year. Um, you know, we work hard on all of these promotions. So we were, uh, the whole family, the, the Parks family, we were refreshing our phones. We were seeing where the orders were coming in from and, and how things were progressing on that front. I will say it was a little disappointing this weekend. Uh, My Ohio State Buckeyes got their ass kicked to Michigan. If there are any Michigan fans listening, I do want to congratulate you. It's been a long time coming. I think this is the second win over the past 20 years. Uh, And you know what? When you're winning all the time, um, you don't realize what it's like. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was. It was a tough loss, I'll say that. It reminded me of the rivalry and how much I dislike Michigan, and I am already excited for next year, hoping Ohio State can come out on top. Uh, but, you know, so that that was the, um, the one thing that wasn't great over the weekend, but I'll get past it. Okay, so let's dive in to the 11 marketing items for the week of November 29th. Uh, this is our e-commerce edition, so I am excited to go through all of these nuggets with you. All right. Um, U.S. and I'm sorry there for the delay. I, my, my, my screen saw it. Okay. U.S. consumers spent $8.9 billion online on Black Friday, down from the record $9 billion in 2020. Uh, so this is the first ever year over year decline for e-commerce sales. But really, I mean, it was hardly down. It was from $9 billion to $8.9 billion. It makes sense as to the reason why e-commerce sales were down a little bit uh you know when you think of it the holiday season has been stretched out due to supply chain concerns last year was covid nobody was leaving their house and going to the mall so um you know people of course were ordering via e-commerce so i i think overall it's a huge win for e-commerce to be on par with um 2020 where everybody was ordering via e-com it just shows how it is here to stay. Moving on to item number two. So traffic at retail stores on Black Friday dropped 28.3% compared with the 2019 level. So again, we're comparing 2021 to 2019 because last year hardly anybody was leaving their house. Um, 
Okay, so a 28.3 drop, this can be attributed to more people, again, starting shopping earlier just due, due to supply chain constraints. Um, and also I think consumers just got in the habit of ordering via e-commerce during the pandemic and that is not changing. So a pretty big drop um, for uh, retail stores. I will say my wife and my father-in-law on the day after Thanksgiving, we went to a mall here in Columbus, Ohio. It's owned by Simon Properties. It's called Polaris. It was absolutely packed. When I saw that, I was actually um, thinking that the numbers were going to be good based off of how crowded that mall was. And I was a bit surprised that the numbers, you know, that the comps were down 28.3% comparing 2021 to 2019. But those are the numbers. We'll see uh, how things progress from there. So if you do not follow the media captain, I recommend following the media captain on Instagram. I'm big on Instagram stories. I'm always posting, uh, you know, polls and news and information on just digital marketing and e-commerce and social media and all of those things. And so I ran a poll on our Instagram asking whether people shopped at a physical retailer after Thanksgiving. And I also asked whether people made a purchase online after Thanksgiving. And so I just wanted to share the results with you. All right, so for the first question, did you shop at a physical retail store after Thanksgiving? 82% of respondents said no and 18% said yes. And in each of these polls, there were around 100 votes. Um, the, so again, did you shop at a physical retail store after Thanksgiving? I personally did, but 82% of people said no and 18% said yes. The second question I asked is, did you make an e-commerce purchase since Thanksgiving? 78% said yes, 22% said no. Um, so obviously this isn't the biggest sample size, uh, around 100 votes, but it does line up with the fact that e-commerce sales were very strong and um, retail lagging a little bit. You know, there's still a lot of time left in the holiday season, so um, it won't jump to conclusions, but yeah, I just thought that was very interesting. And by the way, that was item number three. So moving on to item number four, it was the fifth Black Friday for our in-house e-commerce company, Durham Warehouse. Uh, I recorded a behind the scenes video of my sister where she uh, highlighted what goes into Black Friday at our warehouse. It's a really cool video. Um, if you wanna watch it, follow Durham Warehouse on Instagram and you'll be able to find the, uh, the video there in one of the more recent posts. But um, yeah, I just thought that you know, we kind of brainstormed that it would be cool to give a behind the scenes tour. And uh, that's exactly what we did. She went from the main office into the warehouse. She showed all, you know, the thousand plus packages that we had ready to go out for USPS. Uh, Stephanie walked through how things are, how orders come into ShipStation, which is the software we use for shipping, and how we leverage Finale, which is another software. She showed um, how the inventory is stacked and how we package our products. And of course, you know, um, then it wrapped up with, with uh, the mailman coming and getting it all shipped out. So I recommend checking out that video. One thing that I want to point out on that is I use a software called DJI Mimo, D-J-I-M-I-M-O. My sister and uh, brother-in-law actually got that for me, for, uh, got, it for me as a present and what it is is it's a tripod 
that comes with this editing software for phones and it was awesome because I was able to make this two and a half minute video in piecemeal together all of the different clips and really before that I've never had anything good where I could edit video clips like that so I was super happy with the way that well I was happy with the way that it turned out but more importantly I'm so happy that I have an editing software now that I can start using um, for videos that I shoot on my phone. So if anybody else is interested in doing videos for their business, which I encourage that you do do, check out that software, DJI M-I-M-O. Moving on, $2.9 billion. And by the way, this is uh, marketing item number five. $2.9 billion, that's the total sales of Shopify merchants on Black Friday. That, Black Friday 2021, I should say, that's up 21% from 2020 and more than double their sales from 2019. This is just absolutely crazy. It's bananas. They, I mean, e-commerce sales, as I mentioned earlier, were essentially flat year over year. It was actually, it was down a little bit. Shopify was up 21% year over year and more than doubled since 2019. Obviously, Shopify has been exploding. If you just look at their stock price, that's a clear indicator, um, but, Again, Shopify's crushing it, so kudos to their entire team. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just uh, the e-commerce behemoth. All right, marketing item number six. The skincare line my family developed, Park Perfection, is ranking in the top five positions on Google for the coveted search query Instant Eye Lift. We're outranking major big box retailers. So, you know, we, we're a family business, and we're outranking... Uh, these big box retailers for this coveted keyword. So how exactly did we go about uh, accomplishing this? Well, I want to explain, and I actually have a Twitter thread on this. So if you follow me on Twitter, Jason underscore Parks One, uh, you can find tweets similar to this. I'm, I'm constantly tweeting. All right, so first off, we were strategic in our naming convention. And our product is the uh, Instant Eye Lift. So Park Perfection Instant Eye Lift. So when I say we were strategic in our naming convention, we included Instant Eye Lift in the name of the product so we'd have a strong URL and strong headlines. This is important. It shouldn't be overlooked. And when you're starting a brand from scratch and you have SEO knowledge, this is something you should take into consideration. Okay, we optimized our product page. This is low-hanging fruit. That shouldn't be overlooked. The product page on Park Perfection, it has a description. It's, there's a how to use, there's ingredients, there's a video. Overall, there's over a thousand words of rich content combined with video and imagery. This is a well-optimized page. So we have a lot of verbiage and a lot of content on that page, which Google likes. We have focused on reviews. We have 32 reviews on the Park Perfection product page on the Park Perfection site. We actually have more on the Derm Warehouse site, but 30, the, the page that's ranking really well is the Park Perfection product page. And you might not think 32 is a ton, but it's more than a lot of competitors sent, selling this type of product. So reviews are important. It's Google is able to um, you know see what people are writing about and the keywords reference in there, and it just legitimizes the product page. All right, we also spent a lot of time on PR. So for all of those who say backlinks don't matter, this couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you just need to get quality backlinks. So backlinks are important, 
but they should be of quality. So for Park Perfection, we were featured in InStyle. We were featured in New York Magazine. We were featured in Women's Health, and that's just to name a few. And when I say featured, there were some feature stories. There were others where we included, we were included on a list of like the best um, instant eye lift. And what happened when we were featured? There were hyperlinks going from these different sites like InStyle and New York Magazine back to the Park Perfection site. Well, when that happens, that and if you're not familiar, if you're familiar with SEO, this is all knowledge you already know. But if you're not familiar with SEO, these backlinks are one of the strongest indicators, one of the strongest ranking indicators. So it signals to Google, hey, parkperfection.com is authoritative because these major publications like InStyle and New York Magazine are linking back to them. Guys and gals, it was crazy. When we started getting the backlinks, we started to see a major jump in our search engine ranking positions. So um, PR is important, quality backlinks are important, the two coincide, and that was a big part of the park perfection strategy. So the beauty of SEO is that you don't need a massive budget or a huge team to accomplish success. It can be done by being scrappy, strategic, and executing well upon what matters most to the search engines. So I just want to share that story with you uh, because it should give you encouragement. If you have a business out there, um, what's holding you back from outranking your competitors? Do you not have enough backlinks? Is the content not well optimized? All of those things need to be taken into consideration. All right, marketing item number seven. If you own an e-commerce store, and this coincide, you know, this relates to item six. If you have an, own an e-commerce store, it's important to optimize your product pages. So we did that for Park Perfection, and that's what I was just talking about. I wrote a blog on how to optimize your e-commerce product page in the description of this podcast. I am going to link to it. And also, if you sign up for the Media Captain's email newsletter, um, I include all of these things within the newsletter. So all each item that I'm talking about, there's typically hyperlinks that are related with it. So sign up for the Media Captain's newsletter. Just, uh, you know, a soft sales pitch. Maybe it's yeah, but for the for the Media Captain. So if you're looking to launch an e-commerce brand, um, our agency can help. And I want to just talk about what differentiates the media captain because this is something I'm very proud of. We've built an e-commerce brand from the ground up in Durham Warehouse and Park Perfection. We are one of the few marketing agencies that has successfully launched a seven-figure e-commerce brand. So there are a lot of agencies that try and sell a product and try and and try and succeed in e-commerce and just don't do it. And we have done that. So e-commerce is in our DNA. We know it like the back of our hand. We also have developers on our team and digital marketers. And obviously that's really important because when you're building an e-commerce site, there needs to be a marketing strategy uh, that coincides with development. So when the site's launched, you're prepared to get sales. So we do that with all of our clients. If you're wondering, well, Jason, you said that you were one of the few agencies that was able to build a successful e-commerce brand. What exactly, uh, you know, what exactly was it that differentiated you guys? I will say it was my sister Stephanie, and she. We made the decision where she was going to split away from the media captain and go full time to Durham Warehouse without having someone run the day-to-day operations and give 110% focus towards Durham Warehouse. We would not have achieved this success. So 100%. It was, you know, Stephanie was instrumental in this. And I recommend checking out podcast number 48. 
it's the breakup from the media captain where I talk about that where Stephanie and I both do the podcast and we talk about one of the most difficult decisions that we had to do and that was where Stephanie would leave the media captain and go towards Durham Warehouse. It was scary. It was um, unknown as to what would happen, but it's one of the best decisions that we made. And for anybody that runs a family business, um, I think you'll absolutely love podcast 48. Marketing item number nine. Uh, so I actually hit on this earlier, how I recorded the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, best practices for e-commerce brands. And on the podcast, I discussed the following, excluding website purchasers in your retargeting funnel. So if you're running retargeting ads, you should not be running retargeting to people who have just purchased purchased a product. It uh, can be a waste of money and it can frustrate it can frustrate the consumer. You want to create different ads for website purchasers versus non-website purchasers. So, for example, after somebody makes a purchase, why don't you thank them with a, a nice message? And that can all be included into the retargeting funnel. And also, I mean, retargeting so many times is just boring and it's just a picture of the product. Better showcase the personality of your brand in those advertisements. All of that was included in podcast episode 59, uh, which was the most recent podcast. All right, we're on to marketing item number 10 of the week in our e-commerce edition. So we only have number 10 and number 11 left. So if you're enjoying this, I'm sorry, we're gonna be wrapping up here somewhat soon, but hopefully you get some good nuggets away from these last two. So one of the biggest misconceptions in e-commerce during the holiday season is that people think it's a great time to acquire new customers. I can't tell you over the years how many people like want to launch a brand new e-commerce store three weeks before Black Friday and Cyber Monday. It's actually the opposite. The CPM, which is the cost per uh, 1,000 impressions, it increases during the holiday season because brands wanna push their products. This makes the ads more expensive to serve, which obviously makes sense. It's more competitive, It's more, which makes it more expensive. So the real winners of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's the brands that have amassed a large size customer base, over the years and can promote special deals to their loyal customers. So for Durham Warehouse, we have approaching 300,000 customers and we're able to market to them on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And that's where our revenue is coming from. I mean, if you look at Google Analytics and you look at the percentage of revenue via email marketing and text message marketing, um, it's extremely high during this time because we're giving our customers a great deal and a great promotion and they come and purchase. Uh, a statistic I want to share with you, which is amazing, is that 48% of all e-commerce transactions are from repeat customers. Again, 48% of all e-commerce transactions are from repeat customers. So profitability for e-commerce brands always happens when first-time buyers become repeat customers. So another issue is that our, you know, some clients that come to us and just business owners in general they think their product is so great that they should have a seven to one return on ad spend. A lot of times that's unrealistic. What they are not taking into consideration is look, if you get a 2.5 or a three to one ROAS and you're getting a 40% repeat rate, you're going to be profitable in the long run. So just want to share some of those misconceptions and also that important statistic on repeat customers. All right, on to the final marketing item of the week. Did you know that Amazon took 19% of total spend during Black Friday weekend last year in 2020? 
Again, Amazon took 19% of total spend during Black Friday weekend last year in 2020. They expect to actually do even more in 2021, so I'm eager to see what the statistics are when, when that comes out. This means that one in five online sales last year were on Amazon, which is just crazy to think about. One in five, and this is in America, uh, so one in five sales during Black Friday weekend were on Amazon. When you think of all of the websites that are out there, that is just absolutely crazy to think about. Um, I do wanna let you know, we at the Media Captain, we do offer Amazon marketing services. Uh, so if you sell e-commerce, you should take Amazon seriously. If you're not selling on Amazon, um, you know, getting an audit done as to what's holding you back would probably be helpful for your e-commerce business. So there you have it. Those are the 11 marketing items for this week, our e-commerce edition. Uh, I always love this time of year when we're running promotions for Durham Warehouse and for our clients. It's exciting. There's a lot of energy. When I hear people taking off, you know, if people are like, oh, are you going to be working over Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving weekend? Absolutely for me. Um, it's a busy time for with our clients and, and with our in-house e-commerce brand. Um, so yeah, tomorrow is actually Cyber Monday, so I'm excited for that. And uh, I hope you enjoyed podcast number 60. This is a big one, guys, number, number 60. So if you liked what you heard, please share this with a friend or a business acquaintance. It would mean a lot to me, and I'll see you next time.